You're listening to Let Her Out. If you're a woman, wife, or mom who's ready to step into your most authentic self and start experiencing freedom, joy, and confidence in your everyday life, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Kat Munoz, and in this podcast, we'll explore how to create more fulfillment, deeper connection, and what it looks like to embrace your inner rebellious spirit, that true, authentic, sexy you that cannot be contained. It's time to let her out. Hello and welcome to this episode. Today I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into connecting with your wants and your desires. In my last episode, in my bonus birthday episode, I talked a lot about how connecting to yourself and connecting to your desires is the gateway to everything that you want in your life. And I truly and sincerely believe that. So I wanted to dive into that a little bit more and talk about why. So not too long ago, me and my family went to a birthday party. It was my husband's friend's birthday party. He was turning 40, I believe, or maybe late 30s, something like that. And I didn't know anyone else. my, My husband just knew his friend and it was at his sister's house and their whole family was there. They're Asian, so it was like a standard Asian family party with all of the aunties and uncles, all of the cousins, all of the kids, all the sisters, the brothers, the friends, everybody. Lots of food, usually an Asian soup, alcohol, a lot of Hennessy, probably some joints and some weed going on somewhere in the corner, loud music, and just kids running around and just a lot going on. Honestly, it felt like home to me because that's how I grew up. Um, It was fun. But here's something that I noticed at this party. All the women were out inside and all of the men were outside. The ladies were inside where a lot of their kids were, where all of the food was, where the food was being prepared, you know, helping serve like the older people who were, you know, playing their um, card games, gambling and singing karaoke, which is pretty standard at an Asian party too. (laughs) And then all the guys were outside where there was like the loud music and like where there was drinking going on. They were taking shots. They were laughing. They were having fun like and just being like loud and rowdy and silly and all of that. But when I was inside with all the other ladies, here's what we were talking about. Our kids. We were talking about our kids. We were sharing our schedules. We were comparing like milestones with our children. Birth stories were being shared. All of that. Meanwhile, outside... The guys were telling jokes, laughing, drinking, being silly. You know, there were some conversations about like, you know, what do you do? Um, But there was also conversations about like what they were into, interests, what they got going on. Like, and mostly they were just cracking jokes and like 
vibing to the music and to the drinks and just like enjoying each other's company and like letting loose and relaxing and just, you know, winding down and having fun. And, you know, I bounced back and forth between the two groups, but generally I stayed outside. That's where my husband was. That's where the people that I knew were. And that's just where I was enjoying myself more. It was fun. I liked the music. I liked, you know, having the occasional shot. I liked being silly. I enjoyed laughing. I enjoyed winding down and relaxing. But here's the thing. It wasn't that long ago that I would have been second-guessing the fact that I was, like, the only woman outside, like, hanging out outside for the majority of the time. I would have felt like I should have been inside with the other woman. I would have felt like I should have been inside talking about my kids, talking about my schedule, talking about where I'm driving to and what lessons they're taking and what age they were when they lost their teeth and took their first step and how you know, many hours I was in labor and what my husband is doing and what he's not doing and what he's doing well or mostly what he's not doing well and like just the stress of my everyday life and everything that, you know, has is going on and has been going on for years. Like I enjoy sharing a lot of things and having conversations with women and talking about life and talking about the stress of things it's very real and all of that is very true and also I don't always enjoy having those conversations all the time and something that I've realized is that as women especially as moms we have been so socialized to caretake for everyone else that even when we're presented with a potential opportunity to not do that, to wind down, to potentially relax, we don't take it. I know that I didn't used to take it. I would see my kids and see what they needed and, you know, anticipated what they needed before they needed it and, be getting stuff and cleaning stuff and thinking about things and I would not be able to sit down for more than five minutes and enjoy a meal or have a drink or laugh and just be or be silly and wind down and have fun like That wasn't a possibility for me for the longest time. And to me, it was just the way that it was supposed to be. Like if I wasn't doing all these things, if I wasn't anticipating other people's needs and thinking about all these things, like who would? How would it get done? It wouldn't. And then what would happen is I would look over at my husband who was enjoying himself and having a good time and being able to relax and wind down and laugh. I would look at him and be like, 
dang, look at this guy. I wish I could. I wish I could do that. I wish I could be like that. You know, just not think about everything that's going on and just be completely unaware of all of the little things that need to be done and taken care of. I wish I could. I wish I would. And there were times where I had that attitude towards him and I'd talk to him like that and I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? You don't see what's happening? You don't see what's going on? You don't see that they need this and this kid over here needs this and our kid needs blah, 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 blah. Like, no, you don't see it. I see it. So whatever, just just go hang out with your boys and do your thing and I'll just be over here taking care of our kids and making all our meals and da, 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 da. And then there would be other days where I would just be in it and I'd be stressed and I'd be feeling it and I'd be like not really paying attention to him but also fully recognizing the fact that I felt completely alone and had no help and no partnership whatsoever. I remember fully feeling that and fully being just in the thick of that and the thing is when that is the energy that you're living in. Um, you know, those moments when your husband comes up behind you and like hugs you from behind and like tries to kiss you on the cheek, you don't want it. I know I didn't want it. When I had all those feelings, I was like, oh, like get off of me. What are you doing? Don't touch me. Those moments, any amount of potential intimacy was not welcome. And whether I noticed it or not, it completely drove a wedge between the closeness of me and my husband. I didn't like him for that period of time. When I felt those things towards him, there's no possible way I would like him because I was pissed. And I completely resented the fact that he could have breaks and I couldn't. And he could take it easy sometimes and I couldn't. And that did nothing for us. It did nothing for me. It did nothing for my kids because then I started to resent my kids for having to do absolutely everything for them and I would get frustrated and annoyed and impatient when they would come and ask me for one more thing and wouldn't ask their dad and I 100% resented him for just being able to not think about absolutely everything and then those moments would come when we'd be alone there'd be a little window of time where you know you can tell he wants to get a little close he wants to do a little something something and then the same thoughts would be running through my mind like in a split second okay what do I do do I just get this over with um do I pretend to be completely oblivious that he wants this and just get really busy or do I just straight up shut him down? Like, which one am I going to do? What's going to happen? Because I don't want to do this. And I don't know. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. Like, it would be nice to enjoy it. It would be nice to feel pleasure. But we want completely different things. And what turns him on 
is not a turn on to me and you know what it's just easier sometimes to just get it done and over with and hold him off for the next however many days it'll take until the next time he's feeling this way and it's like you know you don't have to be in a bad relationship to feel this you can be married for years and it's like oh yeah we're good we're great I love him we love each other Like, of course, we're in a great, happy marriage. Yeah, everything's fine. But you feel this way and it's just like, yeah, this is, this is just life. This is just normal. This is just marriage. Like, do I feel desired or desirable? Do I desire anything? Does... Do I feel excited when I see him? Does he feel excited when he sees me? Do we turn each other on? Like, no. I mean, maybe at the very beginning, but I mean, it's been a long ass time and we have hella kids and we have a busy ass life and we got responsibilities and we got shit to do and this is just life. This is just the way that it is. Like, yeah, everything's fine. There's nothing wrong. Is it great? Maybe sometimes, not really. But like, this is this is just life. This is marriage. This is what it means to be living like this. It's okay. And at some point, I realized that Not only was that not okay, but I wasn't okay. And I wasn't okay with living that way anymore. It didn't feel good. It wasn't what I wanted. And I had to start connecting with what I wanted in order to start living a life that I wanted, start living a life that felt really fucking good. That was literally the thing that I needed to do was connect to myself and realize what I didn't want anymore and realize that the fact that I was okay with just settling for all of these things that didn't make me feel good wasn't working. And the fact that my husband could connect to his desires and the fact that he was completely aware of when he needed something and he did it, but I felt like I couldn't, that nearly tore us apart. And it wasn't until I slowed down enough and looked inward just a little bit to say, what do I need and what do I want right now? And I met that rather than looking at everything else that was going on around me and everyone else that potentially needed something, when I stopped doing that and took a breath 
and looked inward and said, what do I want right now? And did it. That was when I could stop looking at him with, you know, side eyes and having saltiness towards him for doing the thing that I truly wanted to do, which was connecting to myself in my desires. It wasn't until I gave myself permission to stop looking at everything around my house, all of my kids and meeting every single possible potential little need that they may or may not have and stopped looking at those things and gave myself permission to say, you know what, if this doesn't get done today or anytime soon, that's okay. If they have their bare minimum needs met and then maybe a little, just, just a tiny bit more, like, that's okay. I don't need to be, you know, at their freaking beck and call 24-7. They're actually really self-sufficient. They actually don't need as much attention as I think they do. They can actually do a handful of things for themselves. I went through a really, I don't know if it was long, but a pretty significant period of time where I let my house just kind of turn into a little bit of a shit show in order to figure out what was really important and what wasn't. And it was a shit shit show to me. It was probably not a shit show to absolutely everybody. But, you know, I let the dishes go for a little bit if I felt super fucking angry doing them. Like, I didn't make my bed in the morning if I didn't have the energy to do it when I, w- when I woke up. Like, there were certain things that I let slide and I kind of played with what I was okay with letting go and what I was okay with not letting go. I let my kids help, you know, make their own food and started letting them do more things and they really enjoyed it. They still enjoy it. Not only do they love doing things and love having tasks and love having just things to do, but it helps me because I don't have to do those things. And then I have more room to breathe and more room to be and more room to do things that I like to do, more room to record a podcast episode. And over time, I just got into a rhythm of, you know, what was really important to me. Like, I really do enjoy having my bed made. And I know that I enjoy that. And I know that it helps, like, me throughout my day. It really does. So it's important to me to make my bed now. And I do it. And it's not, like, a burden. I know that if I leave something undone now that I'm okay with leaving it undone and the things that I want to do I do it but I'm not scrambling to do absolutely everything my kids do their own laundry and they actually really enjoy doing their own laundry and they don't fold their laundry they have bins with each of their things and they just put their shirts in their shirt bin they put their pants in their pants bin their shorts in their shorts bin and 
it's really freaking easy and I don't have to do it and it's nice and they're young okay they've been doing this for a while and they're five six and twelve now and that's really nice that frees up so much energy for me whereas before I was so stressed out about all of the laundry and all of the stuff and I would have to take time to fold it and just all of these unnecessary things it was unnecessary and stuff like that wasn't important to me and then I was able to start looking at myself and being like okay like this I I feel a little bit good right now oh like you know what I actually need some fresh air I feel like fresh air would be nice there was no room for me to even recognize that I potentially needed fresh air before because I was filling, you know, my brain with so many other things that needed to be done. But once I let that go, I was able to have space to connect with what I needed. I need fresh air right now. Oh, I need to take an extra long, super hot shower. Oh, I really want to do my makeup today because it make I, I just want to and it makes me feel good. I need to move my body. I need to eat this. I need to paint. I need to dance. I need to express myself. Once I started opening up space for that, I was able to recognize that those were things that I not only wanted, but I really needed. And... I started making time for things that I liked and things that I loved again. I started taking classes that I wanted to take every once in a while. I started painting more because that makes a huge part of who I am. And not only that, my husband, he enjoys a lot of extracurricular activities. He doesn't do them constantly, but he makes time for them when we have time and it works for our family and he does them but when I also wasn't doing that I would be like okay well we don't have anything else better to do so I guess you can go play a soccer game with some buddies like sure but um okay (laughs) like I would still be salty about it and I would be like not very nice about it but when I started realizing how important that was and how much better it made me feel and I started taking time and creating the time and space for myself to do my things I resented him less for doing his things so not only did I just start to feel better and just have more overall general joy and energy in my life, I also felt closer and more connected with my husband because I didn't resent him anymore. I stopped looking at him sideways for taking time for himself because I was taking time for myself and not only that the more I connected with what I wanted the more I was able to like look around and see oh I actually need help with this and I started to communicate to him hey like I need help with this I really love it when you help me out with this can we do this more oh it helps me so much 
when you take out the trash when you get home. So can you, like, awesome. Please keep doing that. I really love it when you touch me here. I really love it when we do this. It wasn't until I started opening up space for connecting with my wants and my desires that I was able to even recognize what felt good and what I liked whether that was sexually, emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever, all of it, all of it. It wasn't until I opened up space and gave myself the time and the space to connect with that, that I was able to express those needs and those desires to my husband. I had to express that within myself first. So when I say that connecting to yourself and your desires and your needs is the gateway to everything else that you want in your life, is a gateway to like a really great relationship and a really vibrant, happier, more fulfilling life, I fucking mean it. It is so unnecessary to weigh yourself down with all of the unnecessary bullshit that isn't urgent. We place so much urgency around all of these little things that matter so little and we don't place urgency on the things that should matter the most like our bodies and our mental health and the intimacy and connection with ourselves and the intimacy and connection with our partners and what it means to like bring up humans and how to be a really great example of taking care of your mental and emotional and physical health and being that example for them rather than showing them what you know a productive busy stressed out person is (laughs) we forget how important that is we forget how important it is to connect with ourselves and our humanity and the other humans around us and remember that We are all literally just humans doing our fucking human thing and most of us, all of us, don't know what we're doing and that's okay. And we're all just figuring it out as we go and that's okay. And, you know, not to be so hard on ourselves when we fuck up and make mistakes and that's okay. And not to be so hard on our partners when they want to do something that we think is fucking weird or dumb. Like, it's okay, because they need that. And then remember that we also need some weird dumb shit, too, that they don't understand. There's a lot of things that we we need that they don't fucking understand, and they're just like, what the fuck? I don't, what? And we're like, okay, it's, it's okay, just, just shh. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and that's okay. We need that. We really, really, really need that. It's essential to our survival. It's essential to our thriving. I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive. 
and I hope you do too. So if you take anything away from this, I just hope that you take away how important it is to connect, reconnect with yourself and reawaken those desires within yourself and remember who the fuck you are because it's an awakening, but it's also a remembering because there was a time in our lives when that came natural. It was natural for us to, you know, be present and be silly and have fun and do what we needed and ask for what we needed and just be. And that was socialized out of us. That was traumatized out of us. That was quite literally shaken out of some of us. And it is so important to get back to that, to reawaken those parts of yourself and fucking remember. Remember who the fuck you are and who who you were before all of the bullshit. Who are you? Who the fuck are you? And don't you want to know who the fuck you are? Don't you want to know the fuck out of yourself and love the fuck out of yourself and enjoy the fuck out of your life and your marriage and your kids and whatever else you choose to pursue in your life? Don't you want to feel alive? I know I do. I hope you had as much fun as I did. You know we all about women supporting women over here. So if you were feeling this episode, hit subscribe. Please leave me an amazing review and share this with your friends. The more you review and share means more women hearing and receiving the messages that they need to hear just as much as you. And if you can't get enough, head over to my Instagram at the rebel wife, say hello, slide into my DMs. I would love to get to know you. And if you want to go hella deep and continue on your journey to letting your deepest, most authentic you out, I am opening up spaces in my one-on-one coaching practice. Go to the show notes, fill out an application to work with me one-on-one. I'm so excited for you to begin to experience all of the freedom and fulfillment that is available to you. I cannot wait to connect with you. All my love.